You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pork Pals Podcast. How are we all? Oh, good. Lads, I'm not going to lie. I missed you. I missed you. Thanks, pal. Because we're gone all weekend. And I'm not used to you being gone all weekend. And I missed you. How'd you get off? Thanks. Yeah, we we missed you too, pal. And we do yeah. we do appreciate you holding the fort while we were off uh, gallivanting around the field for three days. Yeah, you How'd did you a great off? job on your um, TikTok that I had to pin it because it's on 8,000 views now. Here, listen, do you know what? I know like anyone outside Ireland won't get that. They won't get sound attached to it. But anyone inside of Ireland will absolutely get Aoife McGregor's voicemail. Sound. <laughs> you and if you're that. outside of Ireland, Google that shit. Aoife yeah. McGregor, Conor McGregor's sister, and her voicemail that she left to the dog groomer. <laughs> that was brilliant. But anyway, how did you get on with us? Yeah, we did. We had a fantastic weekend. We saw some great acts. We drank lots of beer and ate some good food surprisingly being in a field for three days you can still find good food because the standard of uh food trucks has come way up has I, come you know, way I, up i said it to me ma i was like ma he's actually sending me a picture of a fucking sunday roast like a sunday roast i mean food trucks are like burgers and chips i mean they've come a long way a sunday oh, roast me- at electric pick that quite possibly may have been the most delicious thing I ever had out of a food truck. It was roast pork, pork sausages, mashed potatoes, mushy peas, stuffing, gravy, all in a huge, big, giant Yorkshire pudding. Like, what more could you want on a Saturday there morning? No- there is nothing that beats a hangover like a Sunday roast. It's everything. No, no it was absolute life. And it kept me going. I don't think I ate for the next 12 hours, which was, again, score. Who who was your favourite act and who was your least favourite act? Who let you down oh, a bit? My favourite was Niall Horan. I have been waiting all my life to go and see him. And I got to see and him. And he was good. Oh, he was brilliant. He was just I brilliant. And who were you not mad at? Do you know what? There was actually no one that we saw that I was like, oh, I could have done without seeing them. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, yeah, no, nobody disappointed me. I was disappointed we couldn't get into the tent to see the wolf tones. So, if you want to say I was disappointed by anything, it was the fact that they weren't on the main stage. Um, but my highlight of the weekend was Johnny Marr. It's actually probably a toss up between Johnny Marr and the Lightning Seeds, but I've seen the Lightning Seeds before and I've never seen Johnny Marr live on his own, and he was absolutely brilliant. And it was great to see him. He still got it, the kid. So, yeah, it's brilliant. I don't suppose you ran into uh, Kanye West when you were there. I believe he was there the weekend. Was he fucking flashing people the way he was in Venice, no? No, we didn't hear of anyone doing any flashing. And we had no knowledge of the fact that Kanye was in the building until, like, yesterday. I think I saw it yesterday evening after we had got home that Kanye was there. He was there with his mate, Steve Lacey, who was playing, um, yeah, whatever. It's Kanye West, like, I mean, you know, we've, I think we've moved on. 
that's not his first time here. Remember him and Kim came here on that honeymoon and they were in Port Leash at the fucking Odin They're in the cinema, cinema in Port Leash, yeah. On the- so is it a good weekend anyway? Oh, great weekend. weekend. And we're off to Spain and like... Yeah, this, this time tomorrow, by this yeah. time tomorrow, we will be in, this time tomorrow, we actually will be almost either by the pool or checking into our apartment. In Does that mean Spain. I have to fucking hold the fort down again? No, no, no. There's, 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 there's good internet there's in Spain. There's internet over there. Mind you, I don't mind posting stuff on Twitter or doing instas from the pool. Like, that's fine. You know, I'm just not oh, doing it from a monkey field. No one likes to show off, right? No one likes to show off. <laughs> I did fuck all. Actually, I had a few drinks on Saturday night with the neighbours now, so that was good crack. But other than that, nothing. So keep it with the keep it with the musical team. Let's get down. Let's get down to business. Yeah. Right. Let's talk about below deck. Where do we start this week? There was, there was a lot. There was a lot happened this week. What there was a, there was a lot of um for not much happening. A lot happens. <laughs> It was weird. Let's no, let's start with the guests. We'll get them out of the way. The four slot guests. He had your man had a seizure. Felt really sorry for him. But he left, went home, writing to do. The other yeah. lads came back and they seemed sound enough. They were quiet enough. They enjoyed their time. Right? That was it. Moving on. <laughs> let's talk yeah. about Margot. Yeah, that was the, the, the force guests were the force guests were cool. Not so cool was Margot. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, the force let's start with the whole like she got a text message. I mean, that text message, no doubt, knocked her sideways. She drank a lot. Like a lot. Now I did question whether or not was it the text message that knocked her sideways and made her drink? Or was it the fact that she was on service and she wasn't like hiding in the bleeding uh, laundry room and she was upstairs with all the drinks? So she was like, okay, went in a mad one. Yeah, something tells me it's probably a mix of both. But like the pressure was on from the word go with those, even though those guests were good natured and easy going. For a server, it was difficult. They were playing that cocktail game and <laughs> you could end up with eight different cocktails. That's a lot. Yeah. For you, especially for your first time on service. So she was obviously feeling a bit of the pressure there. The text I kind of message- wish she had told one of them. I kind of wish she had told one of them. I know she didn't want to use it as an excuse, but even after the fact that, you know, Jason had said, look, it's just a warning. Get on with it and don't do it again. I kind of wish she had said it to somebody. Look, this is why I was the way I was like. Because she never mentioned the text message to anyone. Uh-uh. She didn't tell anybody about the text message. Whereas I think if she'd have come with the text message in hand and said, look, I probably should should have come to you earlier. I saw it. I got this this morning. I didn't respond. It's been in my head. And it just kind of knocked me for six. Yeah. I would have been forgiven. It might have been a a bit of a better situation. But I think the fact that everything that had gone on with her kind of saved her. Yeah. Like I think if if I think if if Jamie, for example, had just done the same thing, I think she'd be out in her arse because, like, what the fuck? What's your excuse? Hundred percent, hundred percent. So while what went on shouldn't be an excuse, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. While it's not an excuse that she went through this and now you know she gets away, she gets a free pass for you know drinking or whatever. It you know 
there has to be a little bit of understanding that, okay, she's been through a bit of a difficult time. She doesn't do anything else wrong. She works hard. You know, we can give her a small bit of latitude. She made a mistake. If you make it again, you're gone. But, you know, here's your free, here's your, your one free pass. And she was honest about it. She owned it, which is always half the battle. Yes. Once you own yeah. it, you know, that kind of way. No yeah, excuses right. at all. Straight away to Asia. As soon as she said, I smell alcohol. Yes, I drank some of the pina colada. She didn't tell her about <laughs> the fucking shop <laughs> vodka she was drinking that morning. <laughs> she didn't tell her about the red wine she had been drinking. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, look, she knew enough. She knew she was drinking. Yeah. That was the main thing. And the pina colada was obviously quite strong. And she had what I would imagine equated to probably a full one. Yeah. Yeah. Full joke. Like that was in that blender. Yes. There was a lot of pina colada in that, in that, uh, in that blender. And it was definitely more peanut than it was colada. Let's, (laughs) let's, let's face it. (laughs) Lesson learned anyway, lesson learned. So how many times in your life, Donna Marie, have you been going out with a fella and he's giving you a card with a box to tick? Stage five fucking clinger. That's the sort of shit that goes on when you're in primary school. Tick yes, tick no. Do you want to be my friend? Box for yes and a box for no. That shit goes on in primary school. Will you be my valentine? Tick here for yes. You know, tick here for no. Stage five. As you said in school. Fucking clinger. And I put that up on our stories this morning and I tagged some cast members and one of them wrote back, wetting themselves laughing. Oh, really? I bet I can guess who without saying, and I haven't even looked at Instagram, but I can guarantee you it was Sheffy. No. No. Margo. It was Jamie. No. <laughs> you are joking. Yes. Wow. Yes. So I think we know how that's going to fucking end. Yeah, yeah, stage five clinger, you little weirdo, yeah. Yeah, you could even see it in her. She's like, oh, I'll just tick yes then, because I can't really tick no. (laughs) She's even shading him in the confessionals and all, you know, comparing him to Luca and saying, I bet Luca doesn't live at home with his ma. I mean, she's pure shade. (laughs) Yeah, he's he, he, he came on like so strong. Week one, he's already plotting the next three months um of a charter season with her and then yeah. a week and a, a week later and he's asking him to be her his girlfriend like i mean hello and you know what the final nail in the coffin was for jamie the money being a tight arse no him being a tight bastard not paying his bills oh man how, come on. how miserable is that listen dude you got 1500 us dollars whatever the australian equivalent of that is you got that money into the paw. The bill was 370 It was just under $400 from what I could make out your woman saying. And you wouldn't put your miserable hand in the pocket and pay? Now, I hate people like that. Hate I honestly that. didn't understand. The, that's the first time I've ever heard it explained that somebody, somebody different picks up the tab every night to go out. I've seen people pick up the tab, but just assumed that like they were being generous or whatever. I didn't understand how they do it. That's the first time anyone's explained it. And so it's torn and torn about, like you yeah. know. So and it's his torn. Yes, it's your yeah. shot, kid. And You've... even 
even Harry was like, we've all paid for it except for him. And now he's trying to dodge it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Jamie yeah. and Lucas should be the last to pay for it because they came on last. It's his torn. Yeah. Like they're the losing out. Paid for it. They're it's losing out because they did. They weren't there for the whole lot. So they're, you know, if you weren't there for the whole lot, you'd miss getting it back at some point. Whereas, and you could literally see him dodging it. He yeah. Doing, you know, yeah. putting that whole pretending like he couldn't hear and he didn't know what was going on. Shut the fuck up. You're a tight prick. Listen, we've all had that person in the group that as soon as the bill comes, they're, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Well, leave your wallet there, kid, and we'll take what we need, Elway, because you yeah. ain't dodging it. We've all seen it. You can spot them a mile off and you have to watch them like a hawk because they will try and get out of pain. But yeah. I'm a shameless fucker. I'll, I'll just call you out. I don't care <laughs> what you think. You'll be called out. Here, stick in your cash there, dude. This I fucking hate people. I really, really can't stand someone who's tight like that with our money. Yeah. And like you said, it's not like he hasn't got enough of it. He's loads of it. He just got $1,500. He's had six free nights out. Mm. Like, seriously, you haven't spent a penny, you miserable bastard. Pay our bills. Like, Jesus oh, Christ, yeah. you couldn't even splash out for a bunch of flowers for the girl. You had to go get your well to say, oh, you're good on the computer stuff. What, you can copy and paste, Culver, <laughs> is it? For fuck's sake. What, what, what classified? Jesus Christ, if you saw what I could do on the computer, you'd probably think I was fucking Steve Jobs. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I mean, and he I'm must, sorry. I mean, he must, surely at his age, he knows by now that that type of, you know, tight-ass behaviour gives people the ick i mean he completely gave her the ick yes i have my dislike has just grown and grown and grown for culver this season whereas yeah. my likeness for joelle has just grown in the opposite direction i think he's fucking deadly yeah listen i will <laughs> well, like let's deal with it now here we go <laughs> i agree right i used to love culver and now he's just completely torn me off from this this season and yeah it's just talky teeth tight arse I can't be dealing with him <laughs> Joelle I like that despised him the last time he was on and this is I do I see a small change in him but I can't help but think about the mid-season trainer and then after seeing this week where he is literally in the bunk riding Sheffy I mean what the fuck could they oh, not have gone off with cabin and in private like but anyway he definitely stuck a tail on that one i can tell you <laughs> but we know that he gets with margo we've seen it in the mid-season trailer this is going to be explosive is that what we this saw though yes and him and margo well let's be straight about it whatever goes down doesn't affect margo and sheffy because they're good friends still and as we've seen yeah. in recent days from their social media where they met up and mm. Margot flew over so to, to meet up with Chef. So I don't know. I have question marks over whether that was just a little, you know, stick that in there and it's nothing. Oh, like an editing I job. Yeah, I think it's a serious editing job. I don't think there's anything. In it. I think this is Joel who was, you know, mad for the chase. He got a Sheffy, and now you'll see him pull back away from her. With two charters to go, though, 
No, really? She, she did warn him and said she'd kill him if he did anything to her. So yeah, he might end up in a toy. Well, look, they're not together. He's engaged to somebody else now at this point in his life. So we know it. Look, I mean, we're not spoiling anything here. It doesn't go anywhere going forward. I mean, that's that's obvious. Um, I can't wait to see. I just can't wait to see what he does to fuck it up. Because like that, everyone's like, oh, he's a changed man. And there's this little thing on my shoulder that's saying, no, he's not. He's still a prick. So we'll see. But, but fuck it up, though. They're on a boat. They live in different parts of the world. You know, it's not easy to square those circles. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. I think he's going to fuck it up on the boat in front of our face with Margo. There's just no coming back with you, Don Marie, is there? There's no. Just, there's no. no forgiveness there at all. You no. fucked up. You fucked up five years ago, Joe. You fucked up two <laughs> years ago. There, no, you're done, kids. You're done. You're out the door. You're gone. <laughs> You're fucking dead to me. That's yeah, it. you're dead to me. I don't even know you, but you're dead to me. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. And I mean, listen, I just, I, they should have went to a private cabin. Why? I didn't what, need to what see that. You with them right I the didn't need to see that. I needed a Sheffy's man die. But listen, she's a big girl. She knows what she's doing. Like, I mean, I'm 40 years of age, and if I behave like that on TV, me mad batter the bollocks out of me. Yeah, but like, I mean, you know, you're still getting, like, I mean, your last three kids were conceived through a hole in a sheet. So, like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let's be, let's be, let's be straight about it. Although, although we were questioning something earlier when you dropped over for a cup of tea earlier in the day, we did think yeah. there was something a little bit not naughty going on because you started talking about being invited upstairs <laughs> in our house. But like, I mean, let's not go into that on air because that was embarrassing enough for you at the time. <laughs> oh, stop! Anyway, no, let's move on. Let's let's move on. That's and, not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you keep saying, yeah, the, the, you sound more guilty the more you fucking say it out loud, Donna no. Marie. No, now you see, everyone's going to be listening. Oh, what the fuck are you on about? So I have to give it a short little brief, and then they can let me know if they know what I meant. So anyway, I was saying, actually, never mind. No, <laughs> no, but you can't tell the story without telling the whole story, and we can't pull half the story out in the air. <laughs> and just so the listeners understand, it's not most of the badness of the story has nothing to do with us. But I was talking about people we know, and we just can't, you know, we can't put people on blast like that. You know, that's that's not what we do. These, these people didn't sign up for that shit. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Um, Maeve, question for you. If you are Zarina's friend now sitting at home and you're watching Sheffy get, you know, flittered in the bed. What are you thinking? I'd actually be bowling. I would. I'd be like a stupid fucking bitch. Yes. No, yeah. I would. Like, we know I your mean, feelings on it, Donna you, you just don't think it's acceptable. You think... No. You just think it's wrong. Yeah, we've been listening to that for the past two weeks, and so was the listener. We're fed up with your opinion on it. <laughs> you chose the vagina puppet over our bestie. It's just not acceptable. The vagina puppet. <laughs> In fairness, the vagina puppet seemed to be going full on punching Judy. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, no, if I was, no, I'd be bullying at home. I'd be like, 
you know what he's like, you know what he did. Like the thought of your friend writing somebody that you've wrote, no, no. Yeah, I would have loved to be a fucking fly in the wall when she actually went home and told her friends because obviously she wanted to go home and tell her friend all this shit before it aired. I mean, imagine being a fly in the wall in that gap. Yeah, say, look, we got close. We did it. You know? On TV. You told me to get close to him and I just got a little bit too close. And, you know, you know, shit, girl, it's your fault, really. You know, you can totally gaslight her in that situation and say, listen, this is all your fault. I don't know what you're getting upset about. <laughs> I'm the one that had to sleep with him. <laughs> oh, I could totally turn that around if, it, if I was in her position. But I don't know whether she's like that, so. Yeah, you're a man. That doesn't surprise me. Let's move on. <laughs> I think we should. Uh, I think we should talk about the second batch of guests because oh they were a whole different kettle of fish. <laughs> why? Can somebody please explain to me why every time a large group of women come on the boat, there is absolute chaos? I think it's just a case of these. Like they're they're not necessarily a group of friends you'll find that it's a few different group of friends who are all friends with charter guests, maybe, and they're all brought together. But like, you would just clearly fucking hated her. Had nothing to do with her lactose intolerance. She just couldn't stand her. And then she's like, we all had to draw straws because no one wanted to share a room with you. Yeah. Well, like... Talk about a kick in the funny. Well, I have to say, <laughs> it was completely wrong what she did. You know, a day when she turned on her like that. You cannot invite somebody on a boat for a trip and then just turn on them in close quarters like that. That's just completely wrong. That almost everybody bar one of the uh, co-primaries were against her and all shouting her down because saying it, and they didn't even make sense. Oh, how can you be lactose intolerant if you're taking lactate tablets? Well, that's why she's taking them. Like, what bit of your brain cell didn't you take on board, stupid bitch? I would say that that fight had been going on for days, if not weeks beforehand, whether they had a WhatsApp group and your one was just triggering your one in the WhatsApp group. That was a long time coming. That was just her exploding. That's all that was. Yeah, but like, I mean, why do these fucking wannabe housewives then decide to go on these trips with these people? If you really, ha if I really hated someone, it's like, no, nah, I'm not going. I don't care. I'll miss out on the trip. But I'm listen, not spending that time classic, with that person. This is a classic example of when we had Say on it for an interview a few, few weeks ago and we were asking her about the guests and she told us it's the friends of the rich people that come off the worst, that are the yes. more demanding and more dramatic. And she's right. You yeah, know. that's generally speaking been the experience that even we've seen. But yeah. like the whole thing of the fucking primary, get standing up and saying, I'm the primary, it's my business. Well, it's not your fucking business. Or dietary restrictions are nothing to do with you. She was just being a mean girl, and that's what it was. They were being bullies. Yeah. And I can't stand that behaviour. Like, I mean, your woman could be a total bitch. I don't really care. You can't treat somebody like that, no matter what they've done. If you if they were that bad, you wouldn't have brought them. This is why I don't just do, like, girls, friends, like. This no. is why I always have friendships with men as well as women, because if I was stuck with just women in my life all, all day, every day, fuck me, man. Yeah, I'd well, be battered. 
I have to say, you really can't be relied on to put together holiday group in Stanbury. Like, I mean, it's it's almost as bad as sometimes your Saturday night drinking group. It's like, I mean, you're just, you're untrustworthy at this stage in that capacity of yeah. judging how, how a group is going to uh, mesh. mesh. Yeah. Yeah, look. You've had yeah. some classic misjudgments over the years. There we I go. Know. We always get a chance to shout out Chrissy. And there we go. There's our, there's we can shout out Chrissy for a bad holiday there too. <laughs> I'm not even gonna fucking deny it. Yeah, I've had some mad judgment in my time, but Sherlock, here we are, we move on. <laughs> but yeah, no, absolute chaos. And poor Harry, like I mean, Harry was right. You know, tied the shorts up going up on deck because they're gonna come off yeah those guests will definitely hand it back to you small <laughs> without a doubt without a doubt man eaters at the absolute you ever line. see in these shows and these situations where it's like you know it's perfectly okay for women to sexually harass men but like if it was the opposite way around and it was a group of men doing that to one of the female stews to be fucking murder yeah. yeah, and the way she was trying to lick Harry's nipples. Oh, oh my God. God. That was, that was just yeah. cringy. That, that was gross. It was absolute cringe. Yeah. Like, it was. It was gr- like, it was those gr- women, I'm going to approximate, they're probably in around the same age as me, some of them anyway. And if I was doing that to a female member of the crew, like, imagine how awful it would look. Oh, my God. You'd give me that. Yeah. But look, that's that's a, I just they were, they were cringe worthy. I was yeah. mortified for them, and I'm scarlet for them sitting there last night watching themselves on the telly in that fucking state. Scarlet for their mass ma for having their ma. Scarlet for their ma for having you. <laughs> but even Captain Jason being like, "Oh, I can't join us for dinner. I'm going to be on anchor watch." Oh, Jason, we have to call, we have to share, we have to call out Jason now. You little fibber, you. But no, no, no. Anchor watch. Seriously. He, but like, I don't blame him. Imagine him sitting there, like, he would have been annihilated. He would have been annihilated. That would have been the messiest dinner ever. He would have been, he would have been eaten. He yeah. would have been Remember eaten. that happened, it happened a few years ago, one of the seasons with Captain Lee and he went to a dinner and it was the fucking messiest dinner ever. They were all over the place. Your woman was dancing on him and everything. Yeah. And he was just disgusted the for the whole thing. One friend kept saying, yeah. oh, he's just disgusted with it. He's just disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just trying to put on a brave face for the tip. But yeah, no, those, those guests are just, no, groups of women, big groups of women are just no, no. That pretty much covers most of Below Deck, although I, I do want to bring up a point that I that I missed earlier with Margot. What did Chef think she was going to accomplish giving Margot a taste of that food? <laughs> saying, what do you think this tastes like? In fairness, that's like saying to some that's like saying to somebody walking out of a Chinese on a Saturday night with a three and one and saying, like, is this Michelin star quality or what? It's the best food you've ever tasted at that point. It could have been shite in a pan, and Margot would have been going, delicious, a bit more salt. <laughs> oh, she was hammered. Bless her. Yeah. But oh. yeah, let's move on to Rowney lads. Oh, drama, drama, drama. Ronnie, Ronnie. So now, or... I'm going to start it off with, if I was Jenna Lyons and I had money, I would not be flying anywhere, coach. 
Yeah, fuck that shit. If I, I if I if I could fly business class or course class everywhere I went, I would absolutely be doing it. But I wouldn't have a problem telling you. I just say I'm flying fucking first class. If you peasants want to come with me, you can. If not, fuck off. I'll see you in two days. <laughs> you know me well enough at this stage. There's this part of me that thinks, yeah, okay, she didn't want to fly a coach. Look, I'd be the same. I'd say the exact same as you. I'm going first class. Come with me, peasants. Don't. I don't care. But I also think that there was a side of it where it was to do with her skin condition and the way it was dismissed by the other women was just a little bit. Well, how much, like... of, how much of that was down to the fact that she kind of tried to play down the whole didn't want to fly coach thing. Like she she almost, she said it straight away. Oh my God, I didn't say that. And straight away, we, you got to love the producers. Receipts, Jenna. Receipts. We have receipts. I just felt a bit sorry for her. Maybe it's because they were all just ganging up and I just felt a little bit sorry for her. I prefer when there's one other person, you know, defending somebody. Then I'm like, it's more of a fair fight. But I just felt a bit sorry for her. I'm like, Aaron, you little fucking shit store. Why'd you even bring it up? Like, say nothing. I feel like she did that to bring herself back into the group from their wreath making and her just leaving. It was that sort of, well, oh, if I yeah, say true. this now, I'll just be, what happened already will be forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, you true. Injected, injected a bit of new drama. I'm showing I've moved on by, you know, throwing somebody else under the bus because yeah. that seems to be the only way these bitches can move on is by throwing some other poor fucker under the bus for drama. Like, well, they're all just a bit mean. Happened. Yeah, look. Like, Jenna there, like, okay, if she's doing these collab things or she wants to get her stuff out there, grand. But they're just so mean about it. Like, it's, it's a thing here with us. Like, if your friend is doing something, you will support them. It's like Donna was making wax melts. We bought as many wax melts as we could. We weren't going, Ash, you're making them. Just throw us a couple free. Like. No, but I think the other side of the coin is, that this is reality TV and this is what we want from reality TV. It's petty, petty drama. Whereas you saw the way fucking The Real House of New New York went before, before they rebooted it. It was gone so, it's a bit like Atlanta now. It's just below the belt. It's personal. It's like really, you know, these women hate each other. Whereas... You kind of want it to just be that petty, shitty drama that they can get over one day and knock it over the next. Well, look, this is um, all sort of a lot. Of this is very much normal group behavior, by the way. All this sort of, you know, aggro and you know the petty shit and you know getting it all worked out. And some groups work it out and stick together, and other groups just don't. Like, I mean, that's like group psychology. Yeah. But I don't know why they're getting all like fucking bothered about the fact that well Jenna doesn't share that with me and then Cy was getting bothered about well if you just say it we're friends we're friends why wouldn't you share it they're not fucking friends they're not friends they're a bunch of women who've been dragged together onto a reality TV show and the hope is that they will become friends but they're not here's the thing I have never been on a trip anywhere with a group of people where the person that shows up late doesn't get shot to shit the minute they walk into the room. <laughs> That's fucking reality. That's just what happens. You come yeah. in late to the party. People have been talking about you. You can bet your arse you are mentioned. And 
it's, the shot's going to be fired either in jest or in malice, depending on what was going But you're going to get it in some form. So what happened when she walked in was not at all surprising to me. And then when she tried to backpedal on the whole flying, instead of just saying, yeah, no, I didn't. So fuck it, whatever. And just dismiss it and just say, yeah, I did. So what? Then it's done. Then it's over. But that's not good TV. Right. <laughs> We'll see how it goes there because there's always loads of drama at these cast trips. Just be fucking stupid fights. Or here, can we talk about the fact that Jessel's husband wants to go off to Vietnam for a sandwich for three days? What's the story here? Okay, like what kind of a what? What's on this sandwich? My suggestion is it's probably two small Thai girls or Vietnamese girls, <laughs> and he's in the middle of the fucking sandwich because they're selling this shit on the street. He's only gone for three days. And this seems like a fucking, it doesn't seem like a normal sandwich he's going for. Uh, and we know he hasn't had his hold for over a year, so. Yeah. It, who, like, I mean, sorry, hang on a second. It takes as long to get to Vietnam and Southeast Asia from the States as it does from here. It's as long a trip. Um, a place you go for, for three days. Do you know what was stranger? The fact that she took the Christmas tree laundry out of wardrobe and all of a sudden liked it. Well, like what? That's some. I, I'd have had more respect for her if she just gave it to the goodwill as they do in America and fucking handed it off and said, "Look, not for me," because she's talking about oh, I've lost weight, so maybe it'll look better. No, it's still gonna look shit, love. It's fucking rotten. The thing is in bits. <laughs> you wouldn't get round into battle wearing that fucking thing. Would you stop? <laughs> Say what you feel, Peter. Say what you hey, listen, feel. Listen, I am very much still on the emotional edge after a weekend of drinking and debauchery. I am absolutely not in the mood to fucking beat around the bush today. I'm just in here. I'm just going to give it out straight and I'm going to put it out there. And yeah, no, I'd have more respect for it if she just gave it away or we just never saw it again. Now she's backpedaling and she's going to parade around at some point this fucking house in Anguilla with our fucking Christmas tree poxy nighty on saying oh look I've lost weight it looks so much better it doesn't it's <laughs> shit just because you're not fucking flumping out of it like you were before doesn't make it any better <laughs> okay we're cutting it off there that's the end of Roni and we have to cut that a bit short because we do have some other stuff to discuss talk to me Donna Ray talk to me okay so I've got two things I want to discuss one is really quick so I'm going to get it out there but it is a spoiler so if you don't like it Oh, if you don't like spoilers, if you don't like spoilers, like probably just yeah. you know, seeing it, we'll see you next week because I can imagine the rest of this yeah. is going to be. I'm spoilers. only going to take about sixty seconds with this, so just fast forward one minute if you don't like this bit. Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. So Whee! they're filming. They're filming away. It was Labor Day weekend in America. They're filming. They're having a big party in the gaff, and guess who shows up? <laughs> Bill. Phil Who the up. fuck is Phil? Who the fuck is Phil? Anyway, Phil's there. He's filming his shit, putting it up on his stories. I see Simon in the background, an inflatable fucking unicorn. And um, we see everybody fun. else there except Silas, obviously, because he's deployed. So we know he's not there. So, you know, I was quick to screenshot anyway, and I posted it on the page. And then we got a, a little message asking us to take it down. And we said no, because yeah. we've been here before. We've been here before. We've had Bravo executives messaging us, asking us to take shit down. And we did, because we were nice. 
Yeah. But then we and said, we, no, fuck that. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah, we're not. No, if you post it and we catch it, we're, we're leaving that okay. shit out there. That's it. Focus. Yeah. So not only was he in attendance, but there was also now, look, I don't I don't watch the American uh, Love Island. So I don't know who it is, but her name is Destiny or Destiny. Okay. Yeah. She was at the party, too, in Martha's Vineyard. Wow. So, yeah. Right. That's the end of his spoiler. And then obviously. Yeah. And one other thing, and I just want to say this, I did not appreciate the way he used the N-word when he messaged us. And we're actually talking about Phil here. It was Phil himself who yeah. messaged us. And he used the N-word when he was talking to us, which I really didn't appreciate. I just ignored him. I just, you know, nah. Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm not even talking to this asshole. Yeah, I just ignored myself. But anyway. Not cool, was, Phil. Oh, not cool. The elephant in the fucking room. Hashtag summer house. Hashtag... Rad house, Carolyn Lindsay. Lindsay are no, no, no more. Yes, and we actually finally got some cast confirmation with from Danielle. Did you see? Yeah, so Danielle put out a little thing on her socials, which more or less confirmed what let's face it, everyone fucking knew at that point. And um, the news broke like I'm gonna say about a week ago now. I want to say Friday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Well, I yeah. think I said it was on Tuesday. Yeah, no, it was Tuesday. I I said it to you, and I put it out on social. But it didn't break till Wednesday. Yeah, so. we 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 saw we got the initial post. We saw the initial post um, from Bravo and Cocktails. Yeah, oh, I think it yeah. was. They broke it, and mm-hmm. we jumped on it straight away and put it on Twitter. And it was a good twelve hours before. More reports starting coming in, and we started getting some confirmation. I think it took two days for page six to fully confirm it. Yeah, well, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do what the rest of the fucking online world is doing. I'm not going to bash Carl. I am so sick of hearing, oh, how could he be so fucking cruel? He rang producers and he got them to come out and film it all. Bullshit. Did he fuck? And if he did, he was told to do that by Lindsay. Yeah. Now, we also seen Dumas put out a thing saying that apparently she spent the whole summer making him look like shit and was emotionless when he dumped her, which, in all fairness, I wouldn't be shocked by that because she was literally emotionless when she was having a conversation with Danielle in the house in the last season. Yeah. But am I fuck going to bash Carl when, A, I don't believe any of it. I do not believe for one minute that Carl has that cruel, nasty streak to him. And B, I mean, did he not do the right thing? Would people rather he carried on and got married and it ended up in a big divorce? I mean, no, I don't care how close you are to your wedding. If you think for one minute that you're doing the wrong thing, you need to listen to that and, you know, cut it off. Don't be afraid to do it. Even if it's the morning off, do it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, he did the right thing for himself because we saw at the end of last season, the last couple of days were hard from him in that house. And that's not mm. half of now what you've done to him this summer. So he definitely did the right thing. Am I fuck going to bash him? There's not a chance. There's not a chance. No, Until I... I see it with my own eyes play out next season, no way am I going to jump on the narrative that Carl's a prick and he behaved like a monster. I'm just not going to. No, look, I mean, I'm, look, I'm no Lindsay fan, 
And I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm so good for the two of them that they broke up. I'm, I just don't really, I just don't have any feeling towards the situation in that way at all. Listen, but, we but, sat here on this podcast, like at the end of last season and every single week we all chimed in every single week saying the same fucking thing yeah this is gonna end in tears this we is said it all up. along the whole way through we said it through the reunion i had more arguments with Lindsay fans on twitter than i think at any other time during the since we've been on social media have i i've never engaged with people as much as i did um on Twitter, the week of the reunion, because all yeah. the shit that went on. And yeah. it was all Lindsay fans. I have no love for the girl. But, like, at the end of the day, they're not meant to be together. They're not meant to be together. Like, all this, oh, Lindsay wanted her fairy tale. I'm sure she did. But she's just not going to get her with Carl because he doesn't want to be with her. Because, for whatever and reason. I wonder, I wonder, will we get to see, like, next season when we're watching it, we go into the season knowing what we know. Are we going to sit there and see the demise of the two of them? You know, the the are we going to see the pieces just fall apart as the season goes on? Or are we going to have to sit through like we did with Van, Vanderpump Rules where we knew what we knew, but we had to sit for weeks watching Tom and Ariana behaving like they had the perfect relationship and all that? I, I think this will be a little bit different for the simple reason. You can edit this. I think you can edit it, Summer House, much easier yeah. when there's a breakup and no third party involved. So it's much easier yeah. to focus on the negative and just leave out that cringy shit than it is when you're talking about a couple who are together, one of them's cheating on the side, you know, you because you have to show both sides. Listen. There is a little rumour. Now, it's not confirmed. Oh, here we go. Here I have seen a little rumour. Now, it is only a rumour. That he's been with somebody else or is with somebody else. Like, that. it's not confirmed. I don't believe it. Mm. Honestly, honest God, you could bash Carl to me for the next year and I still wouldn't believe it until I oh, see imagine it. He was, imagine he was with Danielle. Oh, my God. The carnage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm not going to bash him when I just, honestly, in my heart to heart, I do not believe for one minute that he would be the ugly one in the relationship. No, he's, look, I mean, he's not malicious. Like, I mean, everything negative we've ever seen Carl done has always been done under the influence of drink or drugs. Yeah, um, whereas and, she's toxic. Yeah, she's like, toxic sober. She's to toxic say. sober. Like, I mean... She is toxic and every relationship she had has turned toxic because of whore and so the I'm common denominator to... is whore yeah I'm like, I mean, she is the common denominator in all of this like how somebody can sit there and go oh my god everybody just keeps fucking over Lindsay well like there's a reason but you know start adding one and one get two please because yeah. that's it no she is she's just a nasty person I don't like her and Look, if Carl has now seen what he's in for for the rest of his days before he actually ties the knot with her, well, and he's decided to get out, well, well and good. More power to him. And, like, let Lindsay go and find somebody who'll put up with her shit. wonder who gets the car. Oh, see? Does it get split down the middle? Now? Yeah. There you go. Right, car together. 
bought a car together. And the neon sign, Radhouse, who's going to keep that? Oh, that'll have to go in. That'll have to go into the fucking, watch what happened, the, the club. Clubhouse. That'll have to go into the clubhouse. Actually, the car may end up in the clubhouse. They <laughs> <laughs> may just move it yeah. all to the rat house. Well, but. look, I mean, we might not have a season until, like, <laughs> um, next year. But, you know, BravoCon's only around the corner. And they're both going to be there. So, oh, so yes. it goes. And that would have been just before. What was their wedding was for slated for the 17th of November, I think, was it? It was November, yeah. So like Which I'm gonna assume I, I I'm pretty sure it was in around the 17th. So it was just it would have been just after BravoCon. So that's gonna be uh tempers are gonna be emotions are gonna be high that week. So that will be interesting to see. And that's not that's not far away. Like we're only talking about two months. Yeah to see that uh to see that all coming out. Man, exciting times. Bring it. I think right. that's it, lads, isn't it? Let's wrap it up. We'll get this one put to bed. We'll get ready to get on a plane, Mev. Woohoo! And yeah, that's it for this week, folks. So jump on the socials, like, follow, subscribe, give us a leave us a rate and leave us a review on the podcast if you like what you hear. And we may send a little hello message from the sunshine and other than that, we'll catch you all next week. Bye. Talk to you later. Take care. Bye-bye.